Hey everybody, welcome to For the Record, episode number 117. I know this was supposed to go up last Friday. I suck at getting these up lately. I'm terribly sorry. I'm really trying hard to get back on the same schedule of Wednesday and Friday. There's been a lot going on, I, but I sincerely apologize. Anyway, I'm really excited about this episode. This was uh, with uh, uh, Higazi, made up of twin sisters Layla and Omnea. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, we chatted over the phone a little while ago. This was actually one of the episodes that we had to cancel or reschedule a while back. Uh, w- there was a period in December when I'd had a family emergency come up and had to take care of some things, and I had to restructure a lot of the interviews around, but I got to chat with both Layla and Omnia over the phone, and we talked about the Young EP, which is available now. Um, It's a really, really great listen. They're like indie soul pop, like that kind of mix of, um, I guess, not newer style of pop music, but it's it's a nice little twist on at least what I've usually been listening to when it comes to pop music. To find out more on their music, to pick up the Young EP, to find out more about any shows, any kind of other projects they have coming up in the future, visit www.hegaziband.com. That is H-E-G-A-Z-Y. All right. Episode number 117 of For the Record Podcast with Hegazi. Enjoy. I'm glad we were finally able to chat because I know we had we had something set up about I think it was in it was in December and then I had like a lot of weird crazy family stuff that started happening so I'm glad we were finally able to reschedule this and make this happen. Yeah, everything's good. It was uh it was uh I won't get I won't get super into this. This is, I, I mean, I want this about you guys. We just, uh, my my girlfriend's mom is going through uh, cancer treatment right now, and we had an emergency come oh. up, and I had to, like, cancel everything, and we we drove uh, from California to Oregon overnight to be with her, but everything is a lot better now, and oh, now we're here. <laughs> Yeah, we are here. Awesome. Uh, well, congratulations first off on the release of the Young EP. It uh, was a great. Uh, it was a great EP, and I'm excited to talk with you about it. And um, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's uh, kind of crazy. It's already two weeks old today. Yeah. I mean, uh, is is it yeah. weird? Is it weird not? not having any control with it in the sense that it's like now it's out in the public it's it's kind of no longer it, it's both yours and not yours at the same time <laughs> yeah 
there is a little bit of that for sure. You know, and we all have syndrome. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about this today, actually. Um, you know, the other thing is we finished recording the EP over the summer. So it's like we've been sitting on it for so long. And um, now it's, you know, it's finally out. It's kind of strange, actually, the feeling, you know. It feels good. It feels like it's off our chest, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we've been carrying it for a while, recording it, you know keeping our acorns inside the tree and now it's like here are acorns hello <laughs> um well how long how long have you had these four songs sitting because I, I i noticed you said you'd had it sitting for a while um i mean when did i guess the first initial ideas come forth with um the ideas for any of these songs were there any that were super old or any that were like just within the past year um well most of them were pretty much conceived in their first year and a half as a band, which pretty much was in sort of the incubation stage, you know, where we were just figuring out what we could collectively do together as a duo. You know, we were solo artists before we came together. So, I mean, you know, Live is one of the first songs, for example, that's the single. That's one of the first songs we actually had yeah. as a band. And, um, I mean, actually, these songs really are early Higazi in a lot of ways. They're some of the first songs that we actually worked on together. Um one of the songs is pretty old. Um, it's, this is on May of Speaking. This is one of my older songs that I had written. And when we did it as a band, we just completely reimagined it. So that song's probably even a few years old. But the other three are pretty much all the Gazi. Um, yeah, yeah, first year of our duo. So, nice. Yeah. So when you, when you went into the studio and you started getting all of the material laid out for for this EP, did you, I'm always curious when EPs come out versus albums, because did, did you guys have more material and you're, because sometimes the plan will be, people will release a few songs for an EP and then they'll hold back on other material that they're working out for a full record. Um, was this like, because it also shows to me kind of how you work as songwriters. Did you go in with a bunch of material and then narrow it down to four songs or did you go in with just the four songs? Uh, well, actually, um, we really went in with eight songs, and okay. we kind of had a decision um, about what we would record. Um, and then we had chosen eight, and we kind of we waited to record them, actually, to figure out which song was going on with EP, because um, initially, you know, I think we had a specific idea of, you know, the songs that we would release first. And then once we recorded them, a lot of them really got reimagined again and had changed a lot. So, um, you know, initially there were songs that we had imagined releasing later that we ended up releasing first and then vice versa. So, um, yeah, I mean, we really had uh, another four songs that are sort of sitting there. For our next EP. For our next EP, <laughs> which hopefully um, summertime or fall, we'll see. You know, kind of depends on how things go with this one. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, the goal is, of course, while this is all being, you know, released and promoted, we can actually write for a full length eventually, you know. So while the material is out, we're kind of going back into the incubator in a way and writing. Yeah. Do you guys write, do you write together or do you write separately? It's, I mean, it's interesting since you're you're both a duo and you're both twins, do you write like together or is that something where you say okay i'm gonna go over here and write you're gonna go over here and write and then we'll collaborate later it really depends yeah usually we start something you know by ourselves and then but 
that idea could be really in its baby phase when we bring it to the other twin. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes it's just like, um, you know, one of us will come up with a verse by ourselves um, and then bring it to the other one. And then from there, it's a collaborative effort, you know, and then other times it could be that one twin finishes the song entirely and then basically gives it to the other twin to mess it up and change it. Um <laughs> reimagine the song and that's always the fun part too because you know once both of us have kind of uh, put our hands on the song uh, very often it's very different than what it was when we you know each one of us initially conceived the idea so uh, it really depends on the song you know and some of the songs we write really quickly and then other ones like we have to argue over for days and months <laughs> whatever the case um, it's a little bit harder way to take songs to each other, the more arguments it will be about keeping the song the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, were were there any tracks on uh, kind of going off of what you were saying about there's some where you'll argue for days and there can be a little bit more, um, I guess, there can be a little bit more, I don't know if conflict's the right word for it, but like more discussion about it um, before it comes into its final form. Was there any song or... Was there any song, or what was the song on Young that made that had that kind of experience? Were there any that were super, I guess, more challenging than others, or was it kind of an even playing field? Definitely here to stay. Here to stay, we deliberated on for days, probably more than a week to write that song, and it was just, you know, mostly because of the lyrics, you know, the subject matter. The song is about xenophobia. That's a very pressing topic right now. Um, especially in this political climate that we're in. So we had a statement we wanted to make about, you know, about racism and xenophobia and fear of the other. And it was such a statement we wanted to make that it was so important to us to make it the right way. So we just, like, really, um, we went in on those lyrics and tried to say, you know, literally every single word was chosen with such care. And we went back and forth on what the quote-unquote right words would be to use to even address this giant issue that this is the big undertaking and that song is definitely the biggest undertaking we took on i mean layla started the song and uh then she took it to me and we kind of um fine-tuned the chorus and the lyrics and pretty much wrote the rest of the lyrics together yeah so that was that was definitely yeah, that was that like yeah i started it but i think i only wrote like the first verse or i think the the chorus melody yeah and then from there it was pretty much everything else you just argue over it was a very like exhausting process <laughs> everything got messed up in the studio though in the best possible way like what the song sounds like now on the record it's completely different than the way that it, the arrangement when we first wrote it it was very dark and beautiful actually and now on the record it's very light and playful and we i think that worked out really well <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, looking at, I mean, hearing that song and then even looking at any newspaper, any article, any anything, it's it's very clear that this is a, um, I, I, usually I would just say, oh, we're living in weird times. I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> we're talking about the world and we're talking about, like, just xenophobia and just politics all of it so i mean i think you guys did a great job with the song and trying to um i mean what when you were writing and you were having those situations where you were not sure of what to say like i guess what was what were the arguments kind of entailing was it do we like was it fear of saying something was it trying to Mm -hmm. say it in the right way like i guess what was it that was because i mean this is definitely it's very pertinent and relevant 
information as to what's going on in the world right now, like day after day after day. And he was trying to say it without saying it, you know, trying to maintain, because I mean, Layla, Layla's writing style as a lyricist tends to be more metaphorical in mind, which is on my FCC. I tend to be a little more direct. Um, it's really funny how um, the way people write lyrics is often the way they speak. Like, if I'm a more direct person, my lyrics are probably more direct. And Layla is more, you know, I try to be just like, there's more of a striking the balance, you know, between the two of us and our lyrical style because they are quite different. Um, oh, it's a title. I don't know. Yeah, it's a title. So, Amea wanted to call the song Here to Stay because she was actually receiving the text from the movement, the Here to Stay movement. And we yeah. were actually looking for. Hilarious. We were looking for an A rhyme. We were looking for a title, and it literally just popped into my. It, the text that came to me from the the Pro Dream Act movement here to say, just you know, here to say this protest this time, and I was like, it's here to say, and I told Layla I was so excited, and she was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so put my party a little bit, but. It's funny because, um, you know, after the fact, I think, and both of us have learned this a million times over, but um, when one twin brings an idea to the other twin, we've had to learn to just not answer right away, like to kind of pause and think and say, okay, well, let me meditate on that and get back to you. And, um, you know, now I love the title. It's just, you know, and there are other lyrics in there um, that I think I argued over and you argued over that now they're like my favorite lyrics. And at the time I was like, no, these are not, these are not good lyrics. Or, so it's kind of funny how that works, you know. I mean, we just went through it with a fine tooth comb. Like, that's really what it was. It was so, um, it just, we felt this responsibility, you know, as Muslim American Arab women in the Trump administration to do this, to say this. And it was like, we need to, we need, if we do this, we have to do it right. <laughs> did you at all read, uh, going off of the, something you'd said about the Trump administration, did you at all read the book? Um, there was the book that was going around for a while that was getting a lot of attention called Fire and Fury. No, I did not. No, I hadn't heard about it. Okay. No, I had I didn't. Yeah, it was it was just really fascinating because going off of something that they were talking about with how uh, when you uh, the women that were in and the people that were in the Trump administration, you could kind of see like even though it looks like oh we have these people of uh, uh, different genders and backgrounds supporting him, you read it and you're kind of like oh they're really not they're just kind of trapped <laughs> like it's really sad and it's really. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I got like I got kind of remnants of remembering stuff that I I'd read about that with when I listened to the song because of just it. I remembered that movie and I remember seeing that here to stay uh, tag going around everywhere and I I couldn't help like it was it was just a really interesting um, connection. So I'm glad that I'm glad that at least I was on the right track with kind of understanding where you guys were coming from when you were writing the song. Okay. Well, I think the other thing, too, for us was, you know, um, the song deals a lot with stereotypes that people have about immigrants. So, you know, what is it when people are afraid of, of the other? What is it exactly that they're afraid of? And we kind of, you know, actually wrote down. We made a list of the common stereotypes that people have, and we wanted to make sure that we tackled those stereotypes in a way that was very clear. Like, you know, because it's the whole song is satirical. So it's saying, well, we are this, we are that, and it's, um, you know, 
we wanted to make sure that we also weren't feeding into the right wing and who would take that and say, oh, well, look, this is what they're, they're yeah. to all of these, you know, so you have to be so careful because that has, you know, that can happen. It happened to the Beatles. The Beatles wrote a song that was about xenophobia and um, the neo-Nazi right wing jumped on the song and said, this is our theme song, but it was sarcasm, but it did not go well. <laughs> The satire was taken literally, um, and the wrong people kind of co-opted the song. We were like, this, I mean, for us, it's very different, too, because, you know, the Beatles, I think there was a reference to Pakistani people in the song. Um, they were not Pakistani, so for them to talk about that, it was quite different. They were four white English guys. But for us, you know, we're saying, we, because we are the children of immigrants, Layla and I, we are part of the group that we're talking about. So for us to do this, it was kind of like an attempt at what the Beatles in the way it was what they did in that song. I actually forget the title of the song because I think that it had to get, um, everybody, they just took everything down that they possibly could to kind of hide that song because of what ended up happening with it. But we kind of thought to ourselves, we can actually do this right because we are members of this group that is so marginalized or demonized in the society right now. Yeah, I I just tried to I just tried to do a quick Google to see what the song was because um, I was on I was on a Beatles kick not too long. Uh, the song was called uh, Get Back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what album it was off of. Um, my Beatles knowledge isn't what it should be, but um, it says it's called Get Back. Uh, I don't know what site this is, but um, interesting. Yeah, I, going off of what you were saying about the the whole alt-right I mean there was there was a youtuber that I saw a couple years ago who would make jokes about the alt-right that were very satirical and then suddenly they there was some article that was posted about him and it's like oh he's this total uh like symbol for our movement and then he had to go and be like no I'm not I was making jokes about it so I see what I see what you mean um yeah yeah, it's 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 just I, I a weird time. Well, also racism is not a particularly intelligent thing. So I mean, the yeah. people who you know you're criticizing don't even have sometimes the brain power to realize that this is not what you're going for. Well, I think confirmation confirmation bias is already so strong. Um, so you know, um, when you see something that confirms what you already think, especially if it's not a very good thing, and you say, "Oh, look, hey." I think it's like, yeah, it's really scary. <laughs> so yeah. we were like, we, we really didn't underestimate the responsibility that we had in crafting that song very carefully. Yeah. I mean, you can see it with the, I mean, the, our generation kind of has this newfound responsibility to take on these issues, whether it's with Here to Stay or whether it's the Never Again movement that's going on with. Um, the Florida shooting. I, I think it's. I, I think that's really cool that you guys took so much care into making sure that every word was perfectly, just that it was exactly yeah. the way that you wanted it to. Is something that is. While some people may be like, oh well, everyone's really saying this. It's like every word really does count. Right. I mean, and the funny thing is, you know, when we first became a band, we had set out to avoid talking about all of these. Yeah. As every band <laughs> <We> does. <laughs> Yeah, and then Trump got elected, and, you know, I mean, there was also, it's not like, oh, Trump just got elected, and then that was it. No, I mean, you know, that was a movement that was going on <laughs> for years leading up to his election. So, um, you know, I think we set out to avoid, you know, sort of being the, the Muslim singer-songwriters or 
you know, the, I guess being tokenized because that's that's where things can mm-hmm. very easily go. And at the end of the day, you know, it's just like we are a part of this, these communities that are being uh, uh, so discriminated against and it's, it's kind of hard to stay quiet and to just continue to write love songs and yeah i think a lot of um call it a day a lot of maybe this isn't a fair statement but a lot of white artists have this luxury of sitting out of politics because i mean obviously politics affects all of us but when you're when you come from a, a, a minority group you don't really have the luxury of, of just sitting out because you don't feel like it yeah because it does affect you know i mean our, we're Egyptian, you know, we're, our dad's country is on the list of banned countries. Can our cousins come here and visit us? Probably not right now. Actually, but I don't know if they're banned I'm right not now. sure if they're still banned. I don't know. I know they were on the list. I mean, so this stuff initially, it, it, right. it, actually, it was crazy. People complained. Yeah, yeah people were complaining. It's brand new. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, we have not had the luxury of sitting out, even if we wanted to. We tried, and we realized that. As artists, we felt it was our responsibility to speak, um, especially because you have to speak before other people speak for you. Especially that happens with Muslim women in the U.S. So if you don't speak, the media will speak for you. So you have to craft your own story, basically. It's it's just it it, it was really. It was really crazy to hear you say that because when you said it's like we we have a banned countries list, like we're supposed to be this country that's all about acceptance and letting people come here to make their their uh, freedom and their own opportunity. And then this, I I'm just gonna say it. This asshole comes into office and then he says, "Yeah, I'm just gonna ban it because I want to," like with no like real just. I don't know. It's it's slightly. I I'm trying not to get too into it because I get really infuriated thinking about this guy and just kind yeah. of what he's done. Um. So. Uh. But be as loud as you can. I think it's. I think it's really important. I think you guys wrote a really important song with. Um. With here to stay. Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. What does the term young mean? Um. In terms of the yeah. EP title and what does it like represent for the. I guess maybe the overall theme or the idea of the EP as a whole. The whole theme was really coming of age. Each of these songs sort of, I mean, there were 20 somethings, you know, graduated from college, have a lot of student debt. And I think there's this what next thought that comes in a lot of people's heads once they graduate, if they graduate college, you know, and they go into the quote unquote real world. Well, what does this mean? I don't really quite feel like an adult, but I don't feel like a kid either. (laughs) Um, and I think it's that weird millennial stage that we were pretty much writing about, you know, um, each of the songs relates to coming of age in some kind of way. Like, for example, the single Alive is about pursuing your greater purpose, you know, even despite the fact that you might have a day job or maybe you were trying to figure out a way to get out of that day job. And it's about the whole side hustle, really. And a lot of us young people, you know, we're always... Um, dubbed as a lazy generation or entitled, but I mean, I see my peers working so hard, <laughs> I don't know if that's so true, so it was really about, not just coming of age, but just sort of finding your finding your way, finding your way in this crazy world, you know, and, and politics is a part of that, you know, that's one aspect of it that we wrote on here to say, but each of the songs relates to the millennial experience, really. Yeah, that's struggle. Even the love songs, mm-hmm. Even the love songs are kind of set to that um, backdrop. Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. Um, so to wrap this up and to kind of bring this to a close, um, I have uh, just 
two last questions. One of them is a little bit broader, and I guess the way we'll close this out. But the first one is, um, what do you hope? What do you hope people take away from listening to uh, the Young EP? Whether it's um, just a single track, or whether it's the whole thing in its entirety. What if, or if there's an idea or a message? Is there anything that uh, you hope people can take away from it? I feel like a lot of it is just about you know being yourself and pursuing your unique path. Yeah, I have hope. I don't know. For me, it's about hope. You know, you're dealing with all these things. There's a crazy president. There's a crazy world. You have a lot of that. For you know, you might be young and broke right now, but you know, it's all okay. Just have hope because um, you know, you, you find ways to pull through, and that's kind of a lot of these songs are sort of um, not so much triumph. I mean, they're, they're learning how to make light of situations. It may not always be perfect. Life is not perfect. <laughs> and lastly, this is the broad question I was referencing. Um, I ask this to every artist that I interview as a way to close things out. Um, what does music mean to you? Well, I guess um, we probably have sort of individual answers. Yeah, you take that one. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, music for me, and this is Layla speaking, is just, um, you know, it's a release. And it's funny, too, because you know, you're seeing a lot of, you know, in this age that we're living in, oh, well, you know, um, shut up and sing, or, <laughs> you know, or shut up and play, in the case of athletes who are speaking out. But um, I think, you know, music for me, it's just, it's, it's my way of speaking. Um, and, you know, I'm always amazed by comments like that, because, you know, these, all the songs that we write, they reflect our inner world, you know, and I think that music is just an expression of the artist's inner world. So, you know, I guess that would be my answer. Um, just kind of probably more eloquently than um, we can speak our truth. Uh, I think music speaks truth to power. Yeah. I would echo that. I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, well, um, and, and lastly, uh, where can people go online and uh, where can they pick up the Young EP? Where can they follow um, the, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that stuff? Uh, we have, um, well, we have our ETF on Bandcamp. Um, it's just hagazi.bandcamp.com. Our last name is H-E-G-A-Z-Y, Hagazi. Um, pretty much everything is Hagazi Band. Facebook.com slash Hagazi Band. Twitter at Hagazi Band. Instagram at Hagazi Band. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much every major place where you can buy music, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, um, Bandcamp, everywhere, Apple Music. Yeah, everywhere you can buy music, you can find us. All stores, all stores. Yep, we have physicals um, on our bank account. Just people who like, who are you know old school and want a physical copy. Yeah, we have merch there. Awesome. Um, well, it was wonderful chatting with both of you. Again, I'm very glad we were able to make this happen. Uh, congratulations again on the release of the Young EP, and uh, we'll get this up soon for everyone to check out and uh, go follow. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you so much again. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Take care. Um, I will reach out to you guys when this is ready to go and we'll go from there. Awesome. Have a great Friday. Thank you. You too. Have a good one.